So now they've got to start from deep in their end of the field. And Garrison Hurst takes advantage of it. He takes the handle. Takes to his right. Gets to the 20. He's in the 30. Needs to cut in. He comes back up the right sideline. Breaks the tackle. Comes down to the 30. He's out of the 20. He's out of the 10. He's out of the 5. He's in the end zone. Touchdown. Touchdown. 96 yards on from scrimmage. Garrison Hurst breaking tackle after tackle. Sweeps down the sideline. It's your boy Mike from the Nothing But Niners crew. And guys, I've got 15 minutes of madness, guys. Welcome to 2024 March Madness, guys. It is officially March 1st here on the East Coast, guys. It is 12.02 a.m. That means I have to go all the way to 12.17. All right, I'm going to give you guys 15 minutes every single day. For those of you who are new here, uh, the numbers are low. But you guys make the show. The live viewers are always low, but you guys make the show. Ask any question you want in the live chat right now. No super chats needed. It can be about me. It could be about football, basketball, hockey, any, anything. All right? Anything you guys can possibly imagine. You ask the questions, and I'm going to answer. No super chats needed. Okay? You guys don't need to go out of there and dig deep or anything like that. You type in whatever question it is that you want, anything that's ringing in your heart. And I'm going to get to them, all right? Shout out to everybody who was out, out here early, man. People in there, uh, 1130 and all that stuff. The Birdman hand rub, you know what I'm saying? The Andrews Army is in the house. Big Ben is in the building. I appreciate you guys, man. David M. says it best right here, man. Let the madness begin, all right? And we got our first question of the night from Danny Albright. Who's your top five starting NBA players of all time? This is tough, man. This is tough because I'm not much of a of a basketball guy, right? Like, if I'm going to be completely honest with you guys, just off the top of my head, I would go Magic Johnson as a point guard. I would go Michael Jordan as a shooting guard. I would go Larry Johnson. I got to get one of my Hornets in there, right? I got to get one of my Hornets in there. Uh, Larry Johnson. As a forward, I don't even know if he actually played forward. All right. So I'm I'm just I'm telling on myself a little bit, but I'm okay with that. Um, let me see. What center? I would do Shaq as a center, got a rep for Jersey. What do I have left? I've got center, power forward, shooting guard, point guard, and a small forward, right? I need a small forward. Um I probably put him backwards. I'm going to say Alonzo Mourning. 
fuck it. Give me two. Give me two of my Hornets in there, and you move them around. If one should be a power forward and shooting for small forward, I don't care. But you switch it around however you want. I got two Charlotte Hornets in there. Somebody from Jersey, Michael Jordan and Magic Johnson. What's up, huh? That's my five. Somebody come out there and beat us. You can't. Don't worry. Don't you worry. All right. So yes, uh, we are in here, man. Mark is in the building. Mariah is in the building. Thank y'all very, very much, man. Listen, I'm gonna make. Come on, man. Let me let me hear my horns for y'all one time, man. I I, I love the. Let's go, man. Y'all make this whole thing uh, exciting. So I appreciate y'all. All right. Thank you very, very much. Yes, March Madness has begun. Let's see where these questions are. All right. Now, I understand on the West Coast is still February. Hey, consider it a bonus episode, man. Consider it a bonus episode. You know what I'm saying? Um, Tara Dome is in the building. Shout out to you guys. Here we go. Mark has some more questions for me here. He says, why did the Niners D-line do less with more this season? Oh, he's about to get me kicked off. I, Mark. So the purpose of these shows are for people to get to know me and hopefully like me more. You're about to make me just completely dumb. So Wayne and I kind of got into it today. And because it's only a 30-minute show with two people, 15 minutes is hard to do by yourself. So when you're doing a 30-minute show with two people, very opinionated people, sometimes you just got to, like, bite your tongue and let stuff go, right? And this is basically what the argument was. Why did the Niners D-line do less with more this season? They went out and got the top defensive lineman in free agency in Hargrave. You have Eric Armstead, who was also of the same elk as Hargrave, different, different responsibilities, but, I mean, as far as league respect and all that, Armstead is up there. Hargrave is up there. You got Nick Bosa. You go out and get Randy Gregory. You get Chase Young. Cleveland Farrell, I mean, you are throwing all these resources at this defensive line, and they just don't do anything. My personal opinion, and no one's going to want to talk about it, no one's going to want to admit it, I think Chris Kosarek might be a little overrated. I do. I do. I think Chris Kosarek might be a little overrated. We need to do something. I, I watch football all the time, and, and, and you can just tell the good defensive lines, like, when they need to make a play, when we need a pressure, a hit, a hurry, or a sack, they're going to get it. I don't have that confidence in the 49ers defensive line. I don't. There's too much money invested in that position group for me to feel that way watching football day in and day out. I don't feel that way about the 49ers defensive line. That Chiefs defensive line, forget the Super Bowl for a second. Just forget the Super Bowl. Watch the Chiefs. Somebody's going to make a play. When if the game is close and the game is on the line, it don't always have to be Chris Jones. Watch the Steelers. Somebody's going to make a play down the stretch when the game is on the line in a close one. It's not always what. Watch the Browns. Someone's going to make a play when the game is on the line down the stretch. And it's not always. Miles Garrett, I mean, come on now. The Niners, they don't do it. They don't do it. I don't know. I don't get it. I don't get it. Uh, he says here, why don't the 49ers go after nose tackles? And that's because the, the nose tackles typically, and listen, I'm not the X's and nose guy, but they're usually a 3-4 thing. So, like, you get your big, stocky Ian Williams guy in the middle, and you got two defensive linemen, uh, uh, defensive ends next to him and then you have two outside linebackers out there so that's a three four versus a four three so we don't go after those big beefy nose tackles those zero techs um 
we go after guys who are a little bit differently built. But I think that the Niners might need some beef up there in the middle of the line, man. I think they need some more of that up there. Uh, he says, feel like Kyle's run game struggles against teams with big defensive linemen. And he named Cleveland, Minnesota, and Kansas City. I, I Listen, I talked about two of those three teams right there, right? Um, I don't even know if Kyle struggled against Kansas City in the run game. I felt like it was successful. It wasn't, you know, eight yards a pop, but it wasn't terrible. I feel like we kind of just let it go a little too soon. All right. DJ Malone says, on a scale of one to 10, how pissed would you be if we draft five offensive linemen? Um, to answer that question, one being not pissed at all and happy, 10 being the highest level of pissedivity you can imagine. I would probably, if we went and got five offensive linemen, we got 11 picks so far, haven't moved at all yet, haven't traded any players. We've got 11 picks. I'd probably be in about three or four. We need help on the offensive line. Imagine if Chris Forrester had the resources dumped into his position group that Chris Kosarek has. Oh, man. Mm, mm, mm. He said, can I still ask food questions? Absolutely, you can. I, it would not be March Madness if you didn't ask a food question. He says, where's your New Jersey Devils gear? I still don't have any, man. You, got, you know what, DJ? I'm going to go out and get a custom Devils jersey. I'm, I'm going to do it. I, I'm going to get Andrew's 83 on it. That's, that's what I'm going to do, or Andrew's 17 or something. I'll figure it out, but I am going to get a custom jersey uh by the devil so hopefully it'll be here before the beginning of the football season okay how's that all right uh let's see here is there a question here? i'm tired of cmc and Debo's injuries thoughts on getting too deep in versatility in draft with washington wide receiver polk and oregon running back bucky irving also thought that mike uh sanders still what nickel okay so I agree with you, right, Brandon? Uh, not so much CMC. CMC, knock on all kinds of wood, has been healthy since he's been here. So I'm not worried about him. But what I dislike a lot is when let me let me let me bring my camera. I feel like I'm talking over the question. So let me bring my camera down a little bit here. There we go. That, that's a little bit better. We'll do it like that. Um, I don't like when Debo's injured or out, and you can see a difference in the 49ers offense right? It's too much firepower, too many stars on this team for the, for the offense to just be stifled because of one skill position. I can understand an offensive lineman, right? You can derail a whole team if an offensive lineman is eliminated or, or just having a bad game, right? But for a skill, one skill position player to be missing and the whole offense just looks and feels different, that ain't cool. So I am not against, now you name individual uh, specific players, forget the players' names. I'm not against the Niners going out there and drafting a running back. I actually said this in a couple of sh shows ago, uh, talking with Wayne. I think running back is one of our top four needs. I understand we got Christian McCaffrey, and like I said, knock on wood, he's been healthy. But we need someone consistent behind him that they can depend on, that they like, that they trust. Um, and I'm not mad if they go out there and draft someone. I'm not mad at them going out there getting wide receivers. I think that a guy like Brandon Ayuk may not be back. The Niners will need to go out and get a wide receiver and early someone that they can scheme up targets for and coverage and blah, 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 blah. So I like that. Uh, as far as the nickel cornerbacks and all that, I haven't looked at individual players yet. I wait until after I start looking at names and players, but I don't start digging into them until after I can put together the Niners draft needs. 
what I'm not going to do is sit around and study wide receivers and the Niners go out and sign two really good wide receivers in free agency. You get what I'm saying? So I wait to start digging into it. All right. Tara Dome says, Mike, did you see the Merritt interview? It's funny you ask that. As soon as this is over, I'm heading over to Patreon. That's all I can say. But I will be discussing this. This is the topic. If you if you got me on Twitter, just go to my page and look at any of my likes. Look at any of my likes, bro. That's what I'm doing. All right. Stephen Fox says, can you send me a March Madness bracket like you did before, please? I'm actually pretty good at those things. I have a lot of fun with March Madness brackets. Uh, yeah, Steve, give me give me some time. I'm gonna have to fill one out. Maybe I can get one done for you tomorrow. All right. And then Vernon says here, what is your opinion on the 49ers biggest needs of this offseason? It's pretty simple to me. Offensive line, defensive line, running back, wide receiver, quarterback. Those are my top five needs. Those are my top. We've got 11 picks. We've got all of free agency. Those are the five positions that I need to do. And I think that's in order. Offensive line, defensive line. Can't believe I'm saying that out loud, right? Offensive line, defensive line. I'm going to go wide receiver running back corner back and then quarterback that's in order that's in order all right uh here we go we have here would you rather have Rabel or Belichick as a defensive coordinator I'm going to go with Bill Belichick. I mean, give me the great, right? Um, they said that the Niners did reach out to him. They called him. They asked him if he was interested. It was like a formality thing. Like, Bill, we don't want you to think that we're not interested, but we assume that you were going in another direction this season. Um, and it sounds like it was just that. You know, yeah, I'm going to go to TV route this year. Not really going to be looking into being a coordinator anywhere. Um, maybe I'll throw my hat in as a coach again next year uh, when some more opportunities open. Um, but give me Belichick, man. Give me Belichick. Niner Rich says here, Mike, what's your thoughts on Chiefs DB coach Dave Merritt comments? Uh, I didn't feel any way about it. I believe we should bring him in. We need that type of brutal honesty in the building. I agree. I agree. Wasn't offended at all. Wasn't offended at all. Again, I'm going to discuss that in a little bit. Um, but I'm not, I was not mad at it. I was not mad at it. And in fact, the people who were mad, oh, y'all going, y'all, the people who were mad about it, you got to take the kitty gloves off with. That's what I'll say. All right, here we go. Uh, Mark says here, oh, I don't, is there a question here? Let me see. Uh, you called Wilson experience as a DC before the season, uh, should have been hired as a DB coach. If the season went the same as it did with Bullocks or Tap as the DC, would both would both seen as near lock head coaches for 2020. Oh, very interesting question. All right. Um, so if Bullocks or Tap come in as a defensive coordinator and they have a similar season as to what Steve Wilkes just had, would they be seen as near lock head coaches for 2025? Um, it's a really good question. I wouldn't call them locks, but I think their I think their trajectory would be going in the right direction. Uh, the problem with Wilkes is that he's got so much time in the NFL and in, in college, uh, so much time as, as a coach, forget a coordinator, but as a coach, um, I just feel like people expected so much from him and it, it never made any sense to me. It never made any sense to me, the expectations on Wilkes, uh, but it is what it is. It was what it was. Um, 
And if they do hire in-house, I hope that it's Bullocks. I, I do hope it's Bullocks. All right. Um, Stephen Fox says here, do you think it would be in the Niners' best interest to try and get Bill Belichick for defense? Uh, I do, but he's not he's not interested in doing it. He he already said that he's not doing it. Um uh, uh, and do you think it happens? No, I don't think it's happening. 49ers defense was off the chains in one through five games. After that, what the, by the end of the season, playoffs they stumped. Mr. Layback, there's not a question here. However, um, go back and just look at the 49ers opponents for those first five games. And this is what people like just ignore. And I can't for the life of me figure out why. Week one, the 49ers played who? You guessed it, the Steelers. The Steelers barely had a quarterback. You know what I'm saying? They they barely had a quarterback. It was just a route. Like I, it was the Steelers. Then we played the Rams. 30 to 23. We only got out of there by a touchdown. Now it was a 10-point game, and then they kicked that field goal at the very end. I understand that, right? So let's just call it 30-20 if you want to keep it that way. But their run game wasn't fully established yet. Uh, Matt Stafford was still a little rusty and working his way back from, from a season-ending injury and all that. Then we played the Giants. It was the Giants. That's three weeks. Week four, it was the Kyler Murray-less Cardinals. Not even going to waste time talking about that. And then week five, was the Cowboys. Now, that was the Cowboys. That was probably the most impressive win of the season, 42-10. to 10. Uh, But it was the Cowboys. Like, they bought that hype, not me. It was the Cowboys. I was I'm not – there was nothing good about the Cowboys to me. There was nothing – I think they were, what, 3-1 uh, and one at the time or something like that. Or uh, So, like, they, they weren't terrible, 2-2, two 3-1, and two, three and one, something like that, but they weren't great either. So – I was off it. And then uh, this will be the last one for the first episode of March Madness Day 1. Uh, do you eat at White Castle? Uh, and do you get their burgers, the sliders? Oh, man. Uh, so my buddies and I we, I, we grew up, obviously, in Jersey. And we used to go north. So Newark, uh, Newark, New Jersey, and all that stuff. And there were White Castles all over Edison, New Jersey, and everything. And, yeah, we used to go to White Castle. And I would mix it up. I would get some of the burgers. I would get the little chicken. Uh, they have chicken sandwiches also that were there. Um, and it's so weird. I don't know if it's because we were smoking at the time or drinking or what, but it tasted really good. White Castle was really, really good when I used to go. Uh, I haven't had it in decades, so uh, I would have to give it a shot again. But that's going to do it, guys, man. Listen, thank you all so much for the questions. Make sure you guys keep the same exact energy. I will be back for 15 minutes tomorrow. The show is already set for the next couple of days. All right. The pages and the rooms are already set. I will see you guys every single day this month. All right. As long as I'm healthy, I'll be there. And I hope to see you guys there as well. All right. Prepare for glory. Anticipate pain. But always remain faithful. For those of you who are on Patreon, I'll see you guys there now. Peace.